and welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee. And I'm your host, Brett Dicer. Please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your major podcasting apps. Leave a five-star reviews. If you like this podcast, it's Digital Coffee Gaming Brew because we're doing PC gaming this week. And I got some interesting things. I got Doom 4, which is supposed to be the Call of Duty Doom that never actually came out. Got some interesting tidbits on... That one also got Great War Western Front looks very interesting. Comes out the end of this month. I've got stupid Democrat Congresswoman thinks that extremism comes from video games. We'll be talking about that complete BS. And we're going to be talking about EA Dice assisting with single player battlefield game. Should be interesting as well. And then Frontlines, a new Roblox Call of Duty type game. AMD's 7900 XT being price counted. And then my main topic is my impressions of Battlefield 2142 Season 4 that has come out. I played a bunch of it. I'm going to give you my thoughts on it, but let's get on with the show. Mmm, that's good. All right, and a happy Friday to you all, but let's get in with it. And it looks like Doom Eternal's Ray Tracing now works on the Steam Deck. So if you actually have a Steam Deck, there is, it's it's not a very powerful PC. It is a PC. It's basically a giant PC handheld gaming device, but it's good news to see that it's actually working with Ray Tracing because it looks even better with that. And Doom Eternal, mind you, works on that and works well with it at the same time too. Doom Eternal is one of the best Doom games out there. Besides the old ones, the old ones, you, you can never beat out the old ones. I'm sorry, but you can never beat out the old ones. The old ones were game-changing, genre-defining, because that's what made first-person shooters first-person shooters. And they were just more popular than actual Windows 95 that made Bill Gates think or was interested in buying ID software, which ironically they bought them now, but... Funny how things work out, but yes, it is good to see that it's actually working with FSR because this is mostly an AMD-based type of handheld device, so we'll have AMD type of hardware in there, and using FSR will just help all in general with this, and FSR is actually getting better with each version of it, as well as DLSS, which is the NVIDIA version of it. So if you do have a Steam Deck, download the Doom Eternal. I don't really like playing... First-person shooters on thumbsticks, just not as good as mouse and keyboard. I still will always prefer mouse and keyboard, but still a great game to play on the go for a few hours because, let's let's be honest, Steam Deck doesn't last that long, so it's fun for a few hours. All right, moving on to the Great War Western Front, and this is going to be the new game from the old developers of... Not Call of Duty, who's Command Conquer, excuse me. Yes, there's some of them that came over from Westwood Studios to Petroglyphs. I think that's actually how you say it. But it looks very interesting because it is World War One, and it is just a great I- idea for this because we do have Coming Heroes 3 that just came out. We're going to have this coming out at the end of the month, and I love to see more RTS games coming out of the woodwork because we do miss all that stuff. So what I'm actually good to see is how they're going to use this. If this is going to be 
just fully RTS or is it going to be turn-based plus RTS more akin to what we see from say our creative assembly type of games as well. So it should be interesting to see, but it's, it's basically both sides have different ways of going about the war and you can actually help with making sure one side wins over the other. So you can basically change history by having the more central or Prussia, Germany and Austria, Hungary empire win the war, or you can have what it actually actually happened in history and have that happen as well. But they do have different types of strategies, different types of technologies to research. So it should be interesting to see how well this works out. If it's going to be a good game, I'm hoping it is because they do have a great pedigree of making actually great strategy games, but we'll actually see when this actually comes out March 30th. All right, moving on to Congress stepping its foot in, or at least a Congresswoman stepping her foot into just stupidity. And this one is basically a Congresswoman being disappointed with companies' response to extremism concerns because everything is extremism when you get angry at video games. Look at, there has been absolutely no link or connection between violence and violent video games. There's been none, none whatsoever. There's no causality between it. There's nothing. And they keep on wanting to push this because they think it's actually going to happen. My issue with this is that they don't really read the research. They just kind of, they kind of go, Oh, mass shootings is happening. Well, call of duty is a popular game. So that must be the reason why mass shootings happen because Call of Duty has us killing virtual people and that actually makes it relevant, except that there are also a lot of other causes in society, broken families, single motherhood is really on the rise. No fathers are absent fathers, society, not really loving men and actually make basically completely and utterly insulting us because we are men because apparently we are the worst people in the world, even though they do need us to actually make babies. And the fact that the nuclear family is what makes society and the country the healthiest it can be. But no, let's go into video games because video games will really, I seen so many war games that I, I really just want to blow everybody away because I play call of duty and battlefield and overwatch and everything else that I can't tell the difference between fiction and reality look at if you really want to actually fix the issue of mass shootings a encourage people to be armed it really does help with them not shooting up places b encourage people to stay married that's another thing because 80 percent of women actually do initiate divorce so we need to curb that issue and be incentivized actually making babies as well. Incentivize actually having marriage, like have a Texas incentive for 10 years if you stay married for 10 years and so on. And it goes up and so on and so forth. That's what's actually going to help society. The nuclear family, the one that the Democrats are trying to destroy is what is actually going to help this. But no, let's actually, let's actually hate video games because video games have guns and they go pew pew and that correlates into real pew pew because it's somewhat 
closure related to what actually happens, except it really isn't. And there's been still, and I will reiterate this again, no link between real world violence and, and gaming violence. There's none, none whatsoever. Yes. There's aggression when you play competitive games and you get mad and that, but that aggression leaves me after I stop playing the game. Like it, it's almost like a, a aggression reliever for guys. And so you should be encouraging to a certain extent playing games. I'm not saying all day, not, not good or healthy. You also should be going outside, working out. And if you, if you don't have anything or anyone get a dog, the dog will help you kind of stay in that grounded space, but also have friends or try to get friends or figure out ways to get friends, have a girlfriend. If you can actually do that as well, but find ways of having that human touch as well, because games are great, but you also have to have that downtime. So what I'm saying is that they're not, they're not looking at the healthy ways of encouraging more human connection. They're just looking for a cause for anything because the ADL is the pinnacle of how we should, I guess, find links to real world violence because apparently the ADL would show that spikes in white supremacist ideology and identity based harassment, which means gaming because only white people game seriously. I mean, seriously, ADL, can you be the most worthless organization I've ever seen? First of all, there's no such thing as white, white supremacist ideology. And even if there is, it's so low, it doesn't matter. And identity-based harassment. Yeah, just look at the crime stats between the black on white crime stats, and you'll find that there is actually identity-based harassment. It's just going the way that you don't want it to go. So you are a worthless and you defame yourself, which is funny because you're supposed to be the anti-demification ADL. I can't even say it for some reason, but yeah, that that's it. But among the titles likely exposed players players to white supremacist extremism. Come on, seriously. Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto Online, Valorant, PUBG Mobile, Dota 2. Why? What does this have to do with anything? So it says in this research that 20% of adult respondents said they were exposed to the former in online games, up from 8% in 2021. How can you quantify that? I don't even know what white supremacy means because it's a catch-all to everything you don't like, which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, seriously, can we stop with the labels that make no sense? An additional 15% of gamers aged 10 to 17 said they encountered white supremacy online. What does that even mean? That someone hates you? Like, how can you tell it's white supremacy if you can't see the person? Again, everybody gets mad at everybody. It's like the most anti-racist thing you could do. You just get mad at people and you just flame on them. It's the most... It's the weirdest, like, flex I've seen. You want to go after a hobby because you think it will curb gun violence. But the problem with gun violence is that it's people have lost touch with their own reality. They don't go anywhere. And so they're by themselves and they have terrible ideas. The nuclear family is being destroyed, which you don't care about. But no, ADL, let's go after gaming because... Pew Pew 
and white people play gaming. That's the only reason for this. Mind you, I've been on Call of Duty lobbies and I don't know who's saying the N-word most of the time. And it could just be black people saying the N-word most of the time. I can't say it because I'll be a racist for a word. Here's the problem. Extremism is broad. You cannot tell me that you can find extremism because it's so subjective to the person. Extremists can be anything. You can have woke leftist extremists, which we're seeing right now, and be like, nope, we're fighting extremism. But nope, you're really not. You're just adding fuel to the fire. Look at, we have major problems here. We have inflation. We have people just lonely because of the pandemic and haven't really like gotten back to that. We have things that actually matter in this world and you fixate on this stupid BS. Like there's really no reason for this. None. None whatsoever. But ADL, you keep on like wanting to dig your own grave and I'm really hoping that everybody stops giving money to this useless organization. Like they don't help anybody. Like they, I'm pretty sure when they started, they used to, and I will say great on them that they used to, but now they don't like, what is this BS? Like I, I researched it a while ago. There's like 3.6 billion gamers. And so you're going to tell me that there's over 3.6 billion white people or just billion gamers that are white supremacists. There's not, it's a made up term for things that you don't like. It's always been a made up term. Nobody likes it anymore. Nobody takes it seriously anymore because there's no point and there's no end to what white extremists can be. Except it's just, People that hate white people. It's usually what it is. That's all it is. It's just, we hate white people. So we're just going to label you a white supremacist, which whatever that means. So if it's okay to be white, that's white supremacy. If you're saying there's nothing wrong with me because I'm a white male, that's white supremacy. Like the most innocuous comments are now white supremacy. So ADL, seriously, go F yourself, go jump up a, Go away. And moving on to the 2012 concept trailer leaked for Doom 4's canceled Call of Duty version. So there was a previous version before this in, in 2012 that basically looked more like, I guess, Call of Duty. But it did look reminiscent of what the Doom that came out and I think it's 2016 just called Doom was going to be like, I, I've seen the trailer and the trailer looks very ominous to that. So it looks like this was the building blocks to what we got, but it looks very interesting as well. It looks trying to be scary and everything. I mean, it's 2012. So the graphics aren't great now because I mean, look at doom now. It looks awesome, but it was a pretty interesting, like look into what it could have been. I'm still kind of interested. I would love to play the, like, the prototype if they actually had one of this game and like feel like fill out how good or bad it could have been but 
I'm not really sure because it was just a trailer and the trailer didn't really show much. Didn't really understand like the whole vibe of it. Oh, I don't understand the vibe or the feeling of it, but it still was very interesting to see just what they were doing in 2012 or yeah, 2012. All right. It looks like EA is going to get, or EA DICE, I should say, is getting to assist in the next single player game for Battlefield. Now, we don't really know what's going to happen after, I think, season five or season six of 2042, but it should be interesting. Now, I'm hoping they go to 2143, but, or they just remake 2142. Doesn't really matter to me whatsoever, but should be interesting to see what they're going to help with Ridgeline Games in doing is going to create a single, there hasn't really been a single player campaign since battlefield five which was the last game they didn't really do anything with that one whatsoever on 2042 they were focusing on the multiplayer which would have been great if the multiplayer was great in the beginning but it wasn't and it was unfortunately not great whatsoever now i'm gonna get to this later but right now 2042 is actually the best it's been uh, forever it actually runs great but i'll get into more of that but this just looks interesting in that it's going to be a narrative campaign set in the Battlefield universe. Hopefully this will actually be good. When they announced that we're going to have a single-player campaign in, battle, in the Battlefield 2042, I wasn't really that upset about it because I was like, look, at guys, the campaigns aren't that great. You play it once, and then you're done. Like, you don't play it again. So I wasn't really that upset about it, but then when you actually played 2042, you're like, well, maybe you should have a single player on that one because it it took took about a year to get 2042 into a good spot, which is bad because they had to change a bunch of things. They had to bring back the class system, which I think quite a, helped quite a bit. They had to remake all the vanilla maps, which make them a lot better than they were. And then next season is going to have the remap the the map discarded remade again. So. The problem with 2042 is that there were a lot of things that were not in the game at launch. Now it's great in the map, actual, the new update has the map changes as well for it. But in the beginning, it just was a lot of lacking features that they said, we're going to add, we're going to add, we're going to add. And it was kind of like, you probably should have added this before launch or what they really should have done is the first, the beta that had, everybody was upset about it, be like, yeah, we're just going to take a few months to make this better or a year, but they didn't. And then they released it and everybody was like, this is not good. And for the most part, they were right. All right, moving on to Roblox Frontline. So it's supposed to be like a Call of Duty, like knockoff in a way, but in the Roblox universe, looks very interesting. It looks very Roblox Roblox, Ro I never know how to say it right, but that type of universe where you can actually play this game, have fun with it. If you don't like Call of Duty very much, you can do this one as well. I've seen some trailers in it and it looks actually pretty good for the most part. I think it's Roblox. Yeah, Roblox. I said it right the first time and I always like second guess myself. Is it the way it's supposed to say? But anyways, it looks interesting. Am I going to play it? Probably not because just too many games are coming out right now, even though this may be free. Everything free comes with a cost regardless. Just look at well, Overwatch 2's free. Battle Pass is fun. But anyways, this looks great. 
looks fun. If you have some time to actually do this, you should actually try it out. All right, moving on to AMD's 7900 XT, and it's now available for 799 US, the same price as the 4070 Ti, and it kind of matches those two because the 7900 XTX matches the 4080. AMD never has something that actually matches the 4090 series or the top tier of NVIDIA. They kind of go close to it, but not quite there yet, which is unfortunate. Now, they've had some issues with the cards as well not being as well good as they should be some like manufacturing issues but all in all AMD's trying I'll just give them that they're trying to actually do something they're trying to compete with Nvidia does it always work out most of the time not but they have some interesting tech and their FSR is actually pretty good and it actually works with Nvidia products as well which I can't say most for Nvidia products I mean, I can't use DLSS3 because I don't have a 4000 series, which I'm not getting, mind you, because my issue with that is that DisplayPort 1.4, I'm like, really? You want me to drop $1,500 on a card that still doesn't have DisplayPort 2.1? So I'll just wait for you guys to do finally do that because I want the actual next gen of it, not the old... I'm getting the same display port as I get in my 3090 right now. There's no really no point beyond DLSS 3 to actually do it in the AV1 as well, which kind of sucks that I didn't get it on the 3090, but I was like, well, I might as well just wait for the 5000 series, the 4090 TR, whatever other stuff they're going to come out with. But right now, yeah, it's price drop to a pretty Comparable price to the 4070 Ti, so if you're looking for something that's not NVIDIA, this is probably the best bet. Unfortunately, AMD still has a long road to catch up with what NVIDIA is doing in this, and they're still number one, regardless of how much they try. Luckily, we also have Intel, and hopefully Intel can take some of the market share away as well, so we can actually have a good competitive fight, because it's getting ridiculous at how much NVIDIA is charging for all this stuff. All right, moving on to my impressions of Battlefield 2042's Season 4 update. So it launched in February 28th, and it's actually quite great. The The new hero is great. New hero, new notepad, whatever. New specialist, sorry. Specialist, the Camilla Blasco is actually pretty cool. I didn't get a chance to play the new vehicle yet. I haven't unlocked it. I've unlocked the SMG. I've locked the LMG but I haven't locked the shotgun. I've locked the explosive launcher. Hasn't used that yet. And I've haven't locked the assault rifle yet. I'm getting there. Takes a while to unlock these things, but the new map is, it's called flashpoint. It's fluid enough. There's some issues with it, but it's a learning curve map, which is very interesting. So there's different routes you can take. I kind of like that you have to actually like learn how to use this map, learn how to play this map. I think it's actually a great way of doing it. Now, I don't play Breakpoint, so I don't really care about Breakpoint. I only play traditional Conquest. So all in all, I think it's great. There's some undergroundness. You can actually move a vehicle with the vehicle elevator with it, but it's also mainly for, and it's very tight spaces, but mainly for infantry fighting specifically as well. I've seen the new vehicle around... It looks pretty OP if you have a bunch of people in there and the shotgun can actually kill 
planes and vehicles and I've seen it try to take me down. It hasn't done it quite yet because I actually moved away from it, but it, I got pretty close, which is unfortunate, but you could still destroy it if you're clever enough to actually do it. I've played against people having that that explosive launcher and it's pretty powerful against infantry and a little powerful against vehicles, but not too much. So it will not replace your C5 or your rocket launcher, but it's still a good alternative if you want to basically eliminate players that are hunkered down. But the new specialist does have an interesting gadget that allows you to basically not have anything locked on to you within a certain area. Also, the new specialist has an ability that doesn't allow her to be picked up by any type of raider or anything like that, which helps with uh, basically going around and messing up with people as well. So you always have to have your head on a swivel. Now, the map in itself, Flashpoint, is great. There's a lot of different variations in elevation. There's a little bit more cover, and they, they still need to work on cover. The base type of capturing points, I don't like sometimes because you can be high up on, let's say, C1, which is kind of like a tier different, like almost like an oil rig type of a thing. And you can be very high up and you can shoot down below. And they need to like kind of curb that a little bit to a certain extent because players on high shouldn't be able to cap something. It should be down below where actually the flag is. That should be the philosophy. There's also one in a building that you can just be on or a couple. You just be on the roofs and do it as well, which kind of makes it annoying because then you have to have McKay or somebody get on the top and shoot those people as well. So it's kind of annoying in that part, but I do like the variations of it. I do like finding new ways of getting around, new ways of trying to blow up tanks with my C5. Like that is all actually pretty good, but there are some minor issues and the unfortunate part is there's only one map. If there's a, if there was like three maps in one season, that's a different thing, but it looks like even with overwatch two, it's like one map. It's like, they can't make maps fast enough. And so they don't like try. So it's like a one map thing. So this map needs to be like killer. And most of the time it's not that great. I mean, out of battlefield's lifetime, there's a bunch of, great maps. I kind of wish they would just go back to Battlefield 2 maps because those were those had some awesome maps. I'm sorry, but Battlefield 2, Battlefield 3 had some great maps and Battlefield 4 had some great maps. Battlefield 1 also had some great maps as well, but 5 nothing really great. And then this one there's not really too many of them. The the reworked ones are better, but a whole new brand new team because a lot of the veterans left means that they have to figure all this stuff out, but maybe in the next battlefield, they'll actually get better at it, but they have, and I will say this, the game is actually playable and great. Now the map, the mini map changes where you can see if a player is up or down by the up or down arrow and elevation, which is great to add because it's, you're trying to find somebody. You're like, where is this person? I'm right here. And you just don't know if they're up or down. This actually helps is in proximity. So one gets, smaller and bigger between proximities. It's just a great quality of life type of a thing. And for the most part, it's good, but it could be better. What do you think? Do you think I'm wrong about the dumb legislation they're trying to do or trying to curb extremism 
for games? Do you think I'm wrong about Battlefield 2040? Agree with me? Let me know in the comments below. But as always, thank you for listening to Digital Coffee. As always, please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your favorite podcasting apps. Leave a five star review if you like this podcast. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Play the games you want to play in. Be extremists, I guess, if you play violent video games or games that you like. See you next week. Later.